Hi, I'm Kat. And I'm Emma. If you love the Dead Prank podcast, you can help support its future using the ACAST supporter feature. Now, it's up to you how much you give and there is no regular commitment. So if you can and you want to, please do hit the link in the show description to support now. Thank you. Thank you. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hi, you're listening to the DPC podcast. The podcast where we talk about all things dead parent. The good, the bad and the banter, hosted by Sam and Kat. So this is the first time Sam and I have actually been able to sit down and record a podcast in forever. Literally about, like over a month now. Over a month. So this is going to be really good. And Sam has been away in the outback in Australia. So we had to kind of get all of our recordings done in advance to get them sent out while Sam was away but we are back and we're raring to go and we've had loads of people messaging us wanting to come on to record with us. So many. So many yeah which is really exciting so so this week's episode is one featuring just Sam and I because sometimes we like the opportunity to talk about things a little bit different than what our usual shows are so obviously most of the time we talk about people's stories and we have like big discussions with them and the shows um and the shows usually follow the same kind of format so yeah we like to use this as, as an opportunity to ask you guys what you want us to talk about and kind of have those conversations where you know there's a group obviously something that's going on that a lot of people deal want like want us to discuss because a lot of people are dealing with it so this week, we actually got a message from somebody on Instagram. She actually messaged us on the 1st of March. Um, So this month is Mother's Day month. And in the UK. Because it's yeah, actually different, like, fucking everywhere else. It's, I feel like Mother's Day has become a little bit like bloody, like, Christmas or Valentine's Day, like you have stuff out there promoting it for literally so long in advance. Like, Mother's Day isn't until the end of March. This girl messaged us on the the 1st of March about something that she'd seen online, like, about Mother's Day and stuff. And it's just, like, why, like, why is it such, it's such a massive thing? Like, I'm all for... so much money. Oh, yeah, I know, I know. Like, I'm all for celebrating your mums. That's exactly what you want to do, but you literally cannot escape it. And it's the same with Father's Day. Like, you just see it so far in advance. Like, the cards everywhere, the gifts everywhere, the events. And every single restaurant you go into, it's like, come here for your Mother's Day meal. And they leave them all on the tables. And the emails you get from people. Oh, literally, you can't even walk into a supermarket without it. That's the worst. You can't. You're going in to get some eggs. And you're just suddenly reminded of your 
loss. <laughs> you know, literally, everywhere you go, it's like, yeah, my mum's dead. Thank you for reminding me every second of every day. <laughs> yep. So this message, please read it out. So Kat literally just read it to me and... Yeah. So this girl messaged us and she put, Hey, I'm so sorry. I need to vent and I'm not sure who to vent to. I stumbled across this keyring online and it's upsetting me so much. It's my first Mother's Day without my mum. If I could request an episode, a podcast episode for dealing with Mother's Day, that would be great. And then she sent me a picture of this keyring that had come up. It must have been like an advertisement online or something. And it says, only the best mums get promoted to nanny. I don't really get the sentiment of that, to be honest. Only the best anyway. mums. So, yeah, well, it's like it's like saying that you're only going to become a nanny if you're if you're an amazing mum. It's, it's one of those things as well where I feel like you probably wouldn't think it unless, you know, you've experienced somebody die. But it's like saying that their mum wasn't the best because they're not going to get promoted to nanny yeah. because they're dead. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, sorry, you are a loser. Your mum obviously wasn't the best, so she was just in the running. She didn't even make the semi-finals. She didn't even make it to the days. <laughs> it's unbelievable. It's unbelievable, and I think it's difficult enough in everyday life knowing that your mum's not going to see you have children and you know give birth and become like a nan or a grandma. But then it's just horrible at this time of year just being reminded of that all the time. Yeah. I was actually saying, I was actually speaking about this yesterday, like, because I can remember, like, my first Father's Day, and just being like, Mm. I actually don't know how to, I just didn't know how to feel. No. I was like, I can't be angry at these companies, because Father's Day happens every single year, and most people in the world have a father, and we'll be celebrating it. But equally, I'm like, I want to be angry at them, but also, I want to and I'm like oh but I want it to be a day that I celebrate oh but then I want to be I'm going to be sad and I just remember it being this absolute fucking minefield I did not know how to feel think or act yeah that's literally such a good way of describing it it is like a minefield isn't it like how the hell do you approach it and it's like what what do you plan to do do you spend the day do you go to where your parent is buried or where they scattered the ashes and do you take a moment there do you avoid it completely and sit at home with your other parent you can't really see your friends because the majority of your friends are going to be spending spending time with their parent on like mother's day or father's day so you can't see your friends um you could maybe go like go and see your family like, it's just it's difficult it's like what the hell do you do and also you know you can't sit there scrolling through instagram because every fuck oh, is everywhere <laughs> yeah yeah but then, then you see like you and i with the odd post it's like oh so my mum's dead but happy mother's day to you anyway yeah, literally. <laughs> like among, amongst all the happiness is this like sadness that people don't really see yeah I do quite like that, you know. I do often like to do a post on a Father's Day just to just to remind people how good they've got it. <laughs> like, yeah. People being like, my my dad's amazing. I'm, I do think people, um, yeah, sometimes I'm like, let's just bring it back down to earth a bit. <laughs> mm, yeah, so well, basically I'm actually quite lucky, lucky this year. So um, it's Ria's birthday on the Saturday night, Mother's Day on the Sunday. Um, 
so Ria actually sent me a message and she was like, I don't know what you want to do, will it be a Mother's Day? But you're more than welcome to be with like me and my family. We're going to my sister's for dinner um, with our mum and stuff. And it's oh. so, like I literally bounced on the opportunity because like her her mum and like her family are so nice. And wow. I'd much rather be having dinner with them than on a train home on my own to my dad <laughs> rather oh. than... Wow, that is amazing. Go, Ria. Yeah, yeah, which is so that's so nice of her. So I'm that's really looking forward to that. To think, right, so because I also think for friends, this is an awkward, touchy subject too, right? Because what do you do? Like, that could be a really tricky thing for Ria to think. I mean, obviously, like, like um, it's been a few years now and you've spoken about with mm. me quite often, but say if it's, someone if your friend has just lost their parent like I can imagine it being very difficult on a mother's day or a father's day to reach out to a friend to say hey I know you haven't got a mum but why don't you come and have fun with my mind because it's like yeah yeah it, it, could that come across as oh my god you just rubbed it in my face that you have a mum or you know like I can imagine all these things go through someone's head to be like shit but the worst thing you could the worst thing they can do is say no like I always think, I mean, I think reaching out would probably be the best thing. I don't know how I would always, feel about... Always better than nothing. Yeah, I don't know how I would feel about spending time with... I, it depends who the friends are and who the family is. Exactly. Like it, depends on, it depends on how close you are and whether you're you're close to their parent already. Yeah. You also don't want to go to somebody's house who you're not close with and you haven't got a relationship with their parent because then it's just a bit weird. But That would be very like, awkward. Can you imagine, actually? Yeah, but I, but I know with like Ria's mum, I know that she'll have a conversation with me about my mum on that day, yeah. and she'll be really thoughtful, and she'll give me a hug, and like, and the the conversation will be open for me to talk about it. Yeah. Um. So it definitely depends on who who you're going to go to, definitely. But I think I think if you have got a friend that's lost a parent, and that friend is close to your family, I think it's definitely worth reaching out to them and. And asking whether they want to do something and join in in your kind of day. Yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, I also have a couple of friends who, because um, I, I still don't know. It would very much depend who it was and the circumstances to if I would choose to spend Father's Day with them. Because also, it, there's a tricky thing from our side. Like, well, are we now intruding on their their family their family day yeah yeah but you have to think you're not so I, I wouldn't ask to join somebody's family on Mother's Day I think you would have to be asked you know yeah, and if they are asking me then that would right. mean you would still have that thought yeah but obviously like it's it's fine for you because you you are so close with Rhea and her family mm. um, so I suppose that's the difference isn't it yeah definitely but I also have a couple of friends that um, a few friends actually that every single Father's Day will just send me either a love heart or just a hug or yeah. anything and they literally do it constantly every single year and I'm like that is literally that's the only messages they're like the only messages I receive on that day is just a love heart from them and it just that literally just makes me smile I remember like the first year when I got the first message saying like thinking of you I burst out crying because I was like, oh. oh my God. Actually, do you know what my first Father's Day was? Grad Ball Day. 
Was it? Do you remember when my car broke? Oh my god, that awful day. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness, yeah. Yeah, and I was... Um, Surely there was one prior, because that was final year, wasn't it? Was that not your second one? Because yeah, that was... Yes, because he died in third year. Yeah. Yeah, so it was my second one, yeah. Well, that was that was a shit show of a day. Was an absolute shit show. And I was sat in my broken down car on the side of the motorway, <laughs> driving from Manchester to Blackpool with everyone's like grab ball tickets in my boot. And um, the like, my friend Georgia texts me saying, like, think of you today, girl. And I just burst out crying. Wasn't that when the police officer knocked and on your car door? The well? police officer, just at that moment, comes knocking on the window. I'm like, for fuck's sake. <laughs> I'm not going to get out of my car. It's pissing out outside. I'm not getting out of the car. Literally. But he was like, are you okay? I was like, just call me a really bad time. No. <laughs> I cried in my car. And then I, oh God, that was the worst. I had to get towed back to Lancaster. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and get a taxi to Blackpool, didn't you? Absolutely, that It ended up being one of the best nights ever. But it's just something from a really bad horror story, isn't it? Oh, it was the worst. I mean, worst worst things have happened. Let's let's remind myself. Yeah, that. but it was time, That's pretty bad. At the time, I felt like literally nothing ever, nothing worse could happen to me. <laughs> but what about you? Like, can you remember your first Mother's Day? I can't remember the day itself at all, like, at all. But, um, like I said, I applied to this girl and I said, like, oh, my God, this is such a thing. Like, Mother's Day, Father's Days, they are brutal. And I actually said, because at the time I was working in Pandora. Shit, I always forget it. God, and the Pandora is right opposite Card Factory. Oh, so you've got Card Factory opposite you with all these balloons and massive cards, like Mother's Day, Mother's Day, like six weeks prior to the actual event. And then you've got Mother's Day in Pandora, which is just a huge thing. Like they've got all the Mother's Day charms. They've got like, they have like, they, they invite all the mothers in for like, they like cupcakes and stuff and like what? a Prosecco day. Like you literally have all all of your customers for a good month. All of them are coming in to buy Mother's Day charms. That honestly, that makes me want to die for you. Like, yeah, it's it's. I don't know how I survived it to be honest. When I look back, I honestly don't know how you did. It was like fight or flight, but like there were a few times when I'd stop saving somebody and I'd literally go into the back and just cry for a few minutes and then be like, right, carry on. Straight back in. <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty sure they gave me the actual day off, I think, because they were they were good to be fair. So I I have a feeling they gave me the day off, um, but I can't really completely remember. But um, the thing is, is that even though that was so awful, there were a few instances where, like, I was able to talk to people about my situation. So. I remember a lot of the things in Pandora is like, so why are you buying this charm today? Like you asked them to like tell you the story about it and stuff. Yeah. And I remember like a few people around that time were buying like the angel wings charms. Yeah. And I'd be like, oh, like, like, you know, who's the charm for? Like, what's the occasion? What are you buying it for? And she'll be like, oh, like, and I remember like a woman telling me that 
her mum had died like quite recently and um and you know with mother's day coming up she wanted to buy herself some things kind of like represent her mum and those opportunities gave me then the confidence to connect with that person and be like I know how you feel like my mum died recently as well and it's really difficult and I remember one woman in particular bought the same charm that I've got on one of my old Pandora bracelets which is like um first my mother forever my friend it says on it and oh, yeah, she bought the same one as me and she told me the story that it was because like her mum had died and stuff and I was like oh I've got the same charm like my mum's dead as well so yeah it it came with its uh, difficulties obviously but those small moments have been able to connect with somebody in an environment where it's all so intense yeah. and so mother orientated were like yeah life-saving wow mm. that's like the pandora's like the og of wearing like a dpc badge or something <laughs> it totally is it, it so is it's anyone with like the angel wings thing yeah <laughs> When it, literally, whenever anybody bought something like that, I, I, I'd be like, so, uh... <laughs> yeah. Who was it? How, was it? how did they die? When, how, when was it? <laughs> <laughs> Please, let's have a discussion about this, because I really need to talk to somebody about what's going on. <laughs> like, any opportunity. Literally. Um, but I know we've spoken about... Well, I don't know if we have spoken about it in that much depth, actually. But um, if there's people... Um, People from the UK that are listening that might have heard of Bloom and Wild. Um, yeah. Who are the um, flower company that sent an email to all their email base, giving them the opportunity to opt out of Mother's Day emails. Which is mega. Fucking phenomenal. Like, I actually found out mm. about it through Mira's story um, on Instagram. And I literally yeah, your new normal. Yeah, um, at your new normal. Yeah, and I replied to it straight away, being like, "This is phenomenal," and I've been mm. obsessed with it since. I actually reached out to someone at Bloom and Wild to try and get them to come on and talk to us, but she didn't get back to me. Um, so maybe we'll try again another time. But um, I've got the. Have you seen the email, Catherine? I've seen it. Yeah, but read it out. So it says. Um, hello, nay. Um, I wanted to get in touch as I know that Mother's Day can be a very sensitive time for some of us. So if you don't want us to send you any Mother's Day reminders this month, we won't. Just let us know by opting out here, then we will do the rest. And don't worry, if you opt out, we'll still keep you updated with everything else like normal. Best wishes, Lucy Evans, Customer Experience Manager. Like, I literally think that's amazing. So fucking good. Like, Why haven't people done anything like it before? I don't just, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, hopefully this is just the start of something new. I think so because of the amazing like PR they had off the back of it as well. Like everyone, yeah. I can't even imagine how much their sales have gone up after this. Like, yeah, hundred percent out over their marketing numbers right now. Um, I mean, snaps to them to be honest. Like, to what them. a great idea. Yeah. So I actually was reading about it because I was like, I, I. That's why I wanted to speak to them because I wanted to figure out like. Is it because usually these things just happen because it just so happens that someone on the team has lost a parent, and mm. you know that's the only time. I mean, that's why um, so many things with like 
females happen and stuff in the workplace because all of a sudden they have a female on a team and they know it's something that's uh, biased against females or whatever. Um, but they actually said that it came down to customer feedback. So like they said, last year we had a lot of customers write in and asked to be removed from the Mother's Day marketing because they found it too difficult. Um, so it was just completely obvious that we needed to give everyone the option to do it. We try to do things like this all the time because we've got really core customer values. So every decision we make is based on what's best for our customer. Um, so yeah, like they just listen. I love that because they've obviously they've obviously just got like a separate mailing list for Mother's Day, which they've obviously put all of their contacts on. But then as people opt out, they just get taken off it, and then it's sorted. Then isn't it? That's just such an ideal situation. Yeah, exactly. I mean, luckily for them, they're at a size where they have like a market automation team that just do it, and it's all automated. But it's like yeah. it's literally that easy. Like, I really wish more people did that because. Especially I wish when... I could opt out of seeing things in the street. Like, yeah. <laughs> like you get like your eyes just kind of manage to make things disappear. Like then, walking um, into the card factory, opt out from seeing Mother's Day cards. No, on the way into like Asda, like opt out of aisle six where all the fucking <laughs> it just disappears. Yeah, it's such have, an like, ideal situation. <laughs> Like I, I just I can just imagine like so many people at this time of year must struggle with it so 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 much. Yeah. Well it, especially it's just sad. Because it is like you say, like the marketing is so loud and abrupt for it, right? Yeah. Literally like every single email starts with the words Mother's Day. Yeah. And do you know what the worst yeah. thing actually I hate the most because you literally can't get away from it. Well, I mean you can, but it's annoying, is TV adverts. Oh, yeah. This Mother's Day. Treat mum to yeah. blah, blah, blah. I'm like, oh. I mean, I've, I've even got it, like, in work. Like, because obviously, you know, working in marketing with some of our clients. Like, I have to do posts for Mother's Day. Oh, like, Mother's Day posts. And, like, and, like, promoting Mother's Day events and stuff for people to go to. And it's just like, oh, God. <laughs> kill me now yeah. <laughs> although it was it was quite funny a few weeks ago because we were talking about writing blogs for mother's day for one of our clients of like where to go and what to do and stuff and wendy turned around like my boss was like are you gonna be okay doing them and i was like yeah why what are you on about and then i was like oh yeah <laughs> 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 literally it took about two minutes and I, like, I stopped the conversation and i was like sorry wendy i've just realized why you asked me if i'd be okay with it like, thanks for asking <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's nice of her to think of that as well. Well, yeah, definitely. Yeah, really nice of them. Yeah. I will say as well, though, like, I def- I do find it easier now. Like, I am pretty numb to, like, the Father's Day, um, mm. like, stuff now. Just because, I mean, I think also, I remember my, f- I have always been trying to tread that fine line between, like, right, this is something that happens all the time just yeah. just gonna have to deal with it to also be like well no actually it's my right to be able to like just enjoy my day and not be fucking bombarded with this shit but I do now I do now find that I can I mean I do find it easier now as we as you do anyway um I feel like I'm more numb to it now yeah it's just it just becomes another one of those like kind of like mini hurdles to cross doesn't it yeah. throughout the year 
like exactly Mother's Day, Father's Day, birthdays, Christmas, anniversaries. It's you. You just have to. There's no choice but to embrace it, and you just have to get through it. And unfortunately, it's going to come by every single year. But I think you do find as the years go on that it does become just that little bit easier to deal with. Yeah, I love that. I love it. I love when you describe stuff like that. Like it's just another one of them hurdles. Correct. It's a hurdle, <laughs> and it get just get. Yeah. I do think it gets smaller each year. I think maybe we should take this opportunity to do like a little, like Mother's Day survival guide. Cool. So maybe give a few tips on what people can do on their days to try and make it that little bit easier. Yeah. Right, go on. Wait, you start me off because I feel like I don't even know where to start with this. Okay, tip and trick number one. Depending on how you feel, I'd probably try and avoid the use of social media on that particular day. Agreed. If people posting emotional posts about their parents is going to trigger you, then I would avoid it. However, also don't feel weird if you want to post a tribute to your mum yeah. on that day. You are, just because she's not here anymore... You are completely allowed, it is completely acceptable to express your grief on a day, even though it's all really happy stuff, to express how you're feeling and say, happy Mother's Day to my mum. This day I feel like shit, but I just want to take this opportunity to, you know, say how much I miss her, how much I wish she was here and how much I appreciated her for when she was here. Yeah. Because... Like, if 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 she was here and you were going to post saying... Happy Mother's Day to the best mom. Just fucking do it. And if you were, and equally, if you weren't, look, obviously a lot of people don't even have good relationships with their mom or whatever, mm. then that's a whole different story. But Whatever feels right to so you, don't feel like you're not allowed to do that anymore do because she's not around. Do whatever the fuck you want. That's my tip. Tip number, yeah. tip number two, just do whatever feels right for you. Like, if you want to go spend time with family, do it. If you want to just have some time to yourself, do it. If you want to spend time with your friends, like, just do it. Like, yeah, do it. I, think, I think I think that's one of the most difficult things is knowing what to do on that day. Because obviously it's a Sunday. So it's a weekend, so you're not really going to be distracted with work. So I'd probably suggest, like, taking some time out for yourself to kind of approach it and see how you're feeling about it all like take a few minutes don't try and just like fill your day up to the brim so that you're not thinking about it um make some plans say if all of your friends are doing stuff for their mums on mother's day and you know maybe they've asked you whether you want to join them you don't feel comfortable or maybe they haven't asked because they don't really know what to do I think a good thing to do would be either be to go and spend time with family because family will always allow you to, well, obviously not all families, but a lot of the time you'll be allowed to approach the subject and have a little cry or just, I know for me, I I used to quite enjoy going to see my auntie or my cousins on Mother's Day because I felt comfortable talking about my mum in those situations and I could have that conversation. Or have a day of like pampering like yeah. stay at home watch loads of netflix paint your nails eat loads of food 
Yeah, I like that because actually there's a pretty niche. I came up with a came up against a pretty niche um, hurdle last year on Father's Day was that I wanted to spend time with my family, but they were all celebrating Father their own respective Father's Day. Like I wanted to go see my auntie, but they were going out for dinner with my uncle and their kids, and like all my aunties and uncles were going out for dinner to celebrate yeah. their husbands so I was like oh I literally I can't even go see family because they're all celebrating Father's Day for obviously for themselves so if that is the case just take some time for yourself literally have a have a bath have a lie-in just watch some watch something on um, like Netflix or something Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Maybe something uplifting and something, or something sad at the same time. In fact, you know, I think I know the perfect thing that I would suggest watching if you haven't watched it yet. So what's a movie that is? This could, have been, this could be the perfect fucking segue <laughs> here, couldn't it? Perfect for you. The... New Ricky Gervais uh, series, um, Afterlife. It is called Afterlife, isn't it? It is, yeah. Oh, I binged the hell out of that how yesterday. Many, right, is it? So, how many episodes are there? I think there's five or six, but they're only like twenty-seven minutes long apart. Also, side note for everyone, it was actually part of my homework to watch Ricky Gervais. <laughs> And I actually, I actually suggested that we both watch Ricky Gervais and talk about it. And, I mean, I've just moved back to Sydney. I'm using this as an excuse, but I've been house hunting all week, etc., etc. No time. So I am going to listen to Kat talk about it, ask a lot of questions, and go and watch it myself during the week. It, oh, Sam, it's so... I fully laughing out loud like there are so many hilarious moments in it I absolutely love it so the the basic like premise is um this guy his what his wife dies of breast cancer and basically he goes through life and thinks I can say whatever the hell I want to anyone and behave however badly I want because if it all gets too much, I'll just kill myself. Wow. Um. So he just takes this stance where, like, nobody is going through anything as hard as he is. Yeah. And he has the right to be as rude and as horrible and as 
just like disrespectful to anybody that he likes. And if at some point it comes back and, you know, and something really bad happens, he'll just, he'll just end his life. So he goes through it, basically threatening to kill himself throughout throughout the whole thing. And I think it's, it sounds so dark and so awful when you're kind of describing it to people, but it's, you kind of, you, you kind of get taken on this little journey with him of like him just exp- I think one one prominent bit that really stood out to me that I was like, wow, like I really, really get that was when he was talking to his brother-in-law, who's also his boss. And he was just saying like, he was like, I'm just really sad and I'm in so much pain. And I just need this pain to stop. And he was like, I just don't know how to live with this pain. And I don't know how to, I don't know how to like die, but I just, I need this pain to oh just stop God. because I can't continue feeling like this. That and I was like, sounds like he's taking the words out of my mouth. Oh, I was just like, hun, like, like that, that was one of the more kind of raw parts of it where I was like, wow, like you've just explained that so well. Cause it is just, you, especially when you're in the midst of it and it's horribly overwhelming and you just go through your life and you're just like, when will I stop feeling so fucking sad? Because yeah. yeah. it, it, it feels like you never will. So also conscious that we don't give any spoilers away because also I get yeah. to watch it. Because um, I've seen a lot of tweets about it and saying, I think, again, Mira tweeted about it and said... Um, it like was one of the most accurate depictions of grief that she's seen on the telly. Yeah, yeah, totally is. It's just it. It's so hard to explain. It's just so. It's just so honest and raw, but also so bloody funny. And another one of the the main kind of bits of it, like the premises of it, is that he feels like he can't be happy because every time he's happy he wants to tell his wife and he's reminded that she's not there anymore. So then he's just instantly sad. And he said that he felt like whenever he was happy, whenever other people noticed that he was happy, he instantly felt guilty and felt like he shouldn't wow, be. yeah. So he was just on a mission to live life as miserably as he could because he felt like that was what that was what it should be like now. I'm so glad it's a comedy as well, though. It's so funny. Oh, my God. I would love to see how... You know when, like, you... F- I was just sat on my own, and you know when you're just laughing to yourself, yeah. like, out loud? Oh, I loved it. Oh, I'm so excited to watch it. I'm like, um... Oh, no, I can't. Beth's going to be away this week. Maybe that's what I'll do while everyone's away this week, sit and watch it. Yeah. You, d- you definitely... Even if, you just, if you just watch, like, a half an hour episode every day, I probably wouldn't suggest doing what I did, because I binged it all in one go, and it got a bit... I got a bit kind of, like... I think I thought about death for too long. I was, I was you know? just going to say, yeah, that's probably quite a lot of death in one day. Yeah, yeah, because it's like three hours worth of like pure death. So, <laughs> especially when you, especially when you can like relate to it so much, like I think, yeah, try and watch it in pops rather than binge in it. But um, it's it's so good. I'd recommend everybody to watch it. And I think I think it's a really good catalyst as well for opening up the conversation surrounding death. With like your friends, with like your friends, yeah. your colleagues and stuff. A lot of people will be watching it that haven't experienced anything. Yeah, I imagine. So I think it's a really good 
that's, that. that's why I kind of want to watch it with like um, like Beth and people here because like I mean they're always asking me and I mean kudos to Beth which what one of the things I love about her, like she's always asking me about um, like how I'm feeling and stuff and what it actually is to like go through something like this but mm. to like to really show to them because I mean like TV and film and stuff are such a powerful way to get things across and to get like to feel like empathy and sympathy or whatever um so I am I can imagine so many people sending it to their friends or posting it passive aggressively yeah. on Facebook and stuff to be like, What's <laughs> this? and this is how you know how I feel yeah it is it's 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 amazing like I'm I'm definitely gonna I'm gonna watch it again 100% um I was a little bit distracted when I was watching it because I was doing other stuff but um yeah I would it's just it's so good I've also just remembered we have a couple other things to speak about Catherine Hooker um the first thing being your invitation to go and speak at um Cruise Bereavement oh my goodness of course yeah so yeah mad like 2019 I suppose really like lots of things going on um so if you have us on Instagram you might have seen but when I went on BBC Radio Nottingham in January of this year to speak about the podcast there was a lady there called Jo who works for a um, charity called Cruise Bereavement so Cruise are like an independent charity and they offer like um count like support services to people that are grieving from children to adults um I think you get like six to eight sessions or something with a like qualified counsellor where you go and talk about it and they do kind of events and there's support groups and stuff like that. And yeah, they're a really good charity of which I was really surprised that I hadn't heard about actually when I was in Lancaster. Yeah, I am um, also not sure how, but I tell you, I actually never really thought about charities as a thing that I could reach out to, but anyway. That's a no, no, me neither. And when I was there, I would have a bit of discussion about that actually as well. And um, so basically, Joe got on con- Joe got in contact and asked whether Sam and I would be keen to go to Nottingham and speak to their support, like their kind of their counselors, like their support group. So the people that give the sessions. Um, and she can- she messaged me and she was like, you know, just let you know, there's. Like, we don't always get a lot of attendance at these things. There might not be, like, there might only be a small group of people there, blah, blah, blah. Um, so, obviously, it was me, me that had to go because Sam's in Australia. So, I drove to Nottingham and I think there was about, there must have been about 20 to 25 people there, actually, in the end, which was more than I expected. Yeah. And that was just, like, the, the Notting, Nottingham um, Nottingham group of people. Um and basically I sat at the front and there's like this big kind of curved circle of people around me and I spoke at them for a long time about the podcast and how it started and about Sam and I and what our aims are and then I'd taken a few clips from a lot of the podcasts out to kind of talk to them about it and yeah it was it was really good and we they asked a lot of questions about it and wanted to know more and it kind of ended by saying that they're going to you know, suggest the podcast to teenagers and young adults whenever they come to them for help. And basically, yeah, it was really nice to have professionals tell us that what we're doing 
is a helpful thing yeah. and a good thing which obviously means the world doesn't it so yeah also side note on that actually my mum said to me um recently because my mum deals with like the pastoral care at her school that she works at mm. and she says to me that she um suggests our podcast to her oh bless her thing she's ever done i was like thanks trace <laughs> that's the thing it's it's people like that and it's people suggesting it to their friends and stuff that just makes such a difference and makes makes us able to reach you know like a, a wider audience um but c- coming from that is actually some like moral like kind of exciting news so exciting that- yeah, I probably can't say it on this just in case, but you know, we we might be invited to speak at kind of like a larger event with crews, which would be incredible. Um, it's yeah, it's just knowing that what we're doing is a is a good thing, and you know, and it's and it's people are actually suggesting it to people to listen to you for help. So that's amazing. Um, it honestly it takes me aback every single time. Like literally, even last night, someone said to me, "Oh." Um, but I suggested it to my housemate and now she's listening to it and she loves it. And I'm like, oh my God, that is incredible. Like, yeah, I was out, I was out for dinner with my friend Emma last night and she said, um, she was like, oh yeah, I work with this guy and his wife's mum has died. So I was talking to this guy about what you guys are doing and he said, oh my God, that's amazing. Like, that's so good that they're doing something like that. Oh. So I think it's quite, it's quite easy for you and I to forget sometimes yeah. that, what we're doing is is very different um yeah because it's like hour of the day isn't it yeah yeah and we spend a lot of time on it so yeah hearing stuff like that is incredible and obviously the messages that we get from people are insane um but also another thing you might have seen on our instagram account is that the company that i work for solutions have donated money to us they have yeah yeah so solutions basically sam and i a lot of people probably think that doing this doesn't come with any charges but there are a lot of hidden charges like hosting a website and the platforms that we kind of do our social media from and how we host the podcast and lots of things like that and those monthly kind of subscriptions accumulate to quite a large sum um between the two of us over the course of the year so yeah, so Solutions have always been super supportive of our podcast. That's um, Mike and Wendy. And Mike has actually listened to every single one. I um, literally love that so much. Yeah, he's such a hun. Um, so, yeah, they're, they're really supportive about it. So um, they kind of sat me down and said that they wanted to give us some money to help towards it, which is just amazing. So, yeah, huge, huge news, really. And, you know, really grateful that, they think that it's a worthwhile thing for them to do. Yeah, it's amazing. You know? Thank you, Mike and Wendy. Thank you, Solutions. Yes. Thank you, Mike and Wendy at Solutions 24-7. They are, yeah, they are amazing. Um, Very lucky. So, yeah, kind of quite a busy, busy few months. More busyness to come, I bet. I actually can't. I don't, also, I don't understand how it's got to this point in the year. It'll be time for you to come home soon, hopefully. Maybe, I know. Do you know what though? Do you know what also makes me um, realize how fast the time goes is when, um, like, because 
obviously I talk about the podcast and my dad quite a lot and I was like oh like when did you die and I was like oh four years ago and then every now and then it's like oh fuck's sake now it's soon it's going to be four and a half years ago and yeah it's going to be five years ago it's, it's, it's five years ago this year isn't it yeah it's fucked god and what I don't like with that what scares me with that is the feeling that the longer away it happened it's the pressure that comes with feeling like you can't talk about it as much anymore. Yes, I even feel that every time I say it. Yeah. Which I hate. One, fact, thing like I, one thought that I've just had that I'm really grateful for, actually, um, is because I'm out here and like, I'm meeting new people all the time, I'm talking about my dad a lot. Um, yeah. And relaying that story over and over. And it makes it feel less far away because I'm talking yeah. about it again, like as I would, as I would have like a year or two ago. Yeah, that's mm. the scary thing, you know. As more time goes on, I feel like you talk about it less and less. But mm. don't want, don't I don't want that to be to be the case. So we're very lucky that we have this podcast where we're able to speak about it. Yeah, it keeps it. Um, yeah, and also like grateful for like people that ask about them all the time as well. Yes, hundred percent. Love those people. Yeah, I, I um. So I start a new job on Monday, which is yeah. really exciting. Um, and they obviously know about the podcast and um, just find it quite fascinating, really. And yeah, I think like, I see a lot about it. Yeah, like um. So Ben, who is my new manager, I suppose. Um, he like he loves it like he just told his wife all about it and everything like when he introduced me to his wife he was like oh Sam got a podcast and she was like I know you speak about it all the time (laughs) (laughs) love that yeah um and I met the other guy so I'm joining a startup I'll give him a little shout out it's Smash Delta um it's in Sydney and they um I met the third guy so I'm only the fourth person in the company Gosh, um, wow. It's a startup, so it's pretty fucking cool. And I met James, who's their like designer, um, on Friday, and I was like, or on Thursday even, I was like, Oh yeah, I do a podcast. He's like, Oh really? What about? <laughs> and I was like, mm-hmm. Well, as I always do, I go, It's called the Dead Parent Club. And like I literally I saw him look to look across the table at Ben for like how should I how should I react to this and then almost it was literally like a split second like um confirmation of Ben doing a nod because then James like gave a little like little giggle (laughs) he told his little awkward giggle and I was like I appreciate the laughter thank you for (sighs) being awkward he was like I did just get validation from Ben (laughs) in like a split (laughs) to be able to do that um so yeah that's exciting yeah it was really good really good news super exciting that is again something else that I was like I think I've said on here a few times like I don't really speak to my mom that often and um I should speak to her more but I rang her when I was just in a taxi yesterday um and told her about my new job and stuff and I was like I would just love love to tell dad about this right now like yeah he would love it so much like he'd be geeking out and he'd be able to help me with it so much and he'd just be absolutely buzzing for it and I was like oh I really wish I it's could. hard those those moments are so difficult when I am um, 
I went to go and see my cousin Kimberly last weekend and her new baby boy Freddie, who's tiny and so so precious. And I had to stop myself from like bursting out in tears as I was holding him and looking oh. at her because it's just it's those moments like that where I'm like, oh, like this is like my mum's element, and I I I kind of feel I feel the need to be in her footsteps and show them like the love and the care that my mum definitely would have done yeah so I've I'm like I've got so much love for my family like it's unbelievable and especially when my cousins have got like these little babies and like I just I kind of I'm I'm trying to like siphon all the love that my mum had for everybody and put it back into myself and then give that out to everybody else as well um then obviously you know similar situation to you like I'm progressing with work and looking at looking to find somewhere to live um independently and there's just so much going on and when you sit and think about it you're just like oh the 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 things that you would do to be able to have those conversations with that person and it's it's awful and you wish that it got that that didn't happen so much as you get older but it does and it hits you like a truck sometimes doesn't it and you just yeah you become heartbroken all over again the fact that you can't do that I can literally, like, yeah, I can almost, like, foresee uh, a mini meltdown coming because so many huge things have happened are happening mm-hmm. to me right now. I'm like, I just know at some point I'm going to have to stop, take a, just sit down, have a cry. And, yeah, take yeah. a breath. Yeah. Oh, my God, Catherine, have I told you I went to see a psychic? No. Oh, my God. Well, I need to speak to you about this quite significantly. I have lots of notes in my phone because as soon as I like walked away from her, it was such an intense experience. I walked away and the girls that I was with were like, are you okay? And I was what like, happened? What did she say? I was like, I think she's just changed my entire life. <laughs> no way! Honestly. Like, so, just makes so many things about Australia, England, about the love of my life, about... Tell me! I'll just tell please go, in, go into depth. I'll tell you I'll tell you this one thing, right? This was what she kept saying to me quite a lot. I'm going to meet the love of my life at age 28. Right? Okay. He's going right. to be um, a brown or dark-haired boy who's taller than me. He's going to be really nice. Oh, that sounds lovely. <laughs> she said... Um, it's nice to know you've got some hope. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. But she said to me, right, make sure that I don't fall in love with anyone before I'm 28 because in a past... Also, I hope it's not bad karma for me to, like, tell someone what she said. Do you know, like a birthday... I'm sure she would have told you she was going to be. Um, and so she said, in a past life, I fell in love before the age of 28 and I died. So, oh my goodness! Basically, you need to become celibate for the next three. <laughs> did Did she say anything about your dad? She did. Because that kind of thing that kind of thing terrifies me. Like, well, so here's the thing: I kind of wasn't ex. Was, I literally went into this with no expectations. I've always been. I mean, I you asked me a couple of years ago, and I'd have been like, "What a load of bollocks!" Like, I rang mm. my mom when I rang my mum the other day. She, my mum was like, oh, so are you going to stay over there or what? I says, well, I went to see a psychic. She goes, and my mum, you know what she's like? She went, 
You stupid bitch. No, yeah. <laughs> you stupid bitch. Listen to a fucking psychic for you, fucking idiot. <laughs> yeah. Right. Tracy, hear me out. <laughs> um, but so there's obviously like you go into there thinking there's a lot of stuff, standard stuff that they say. Um, yeah. And they're obviously like very good um, at reading like personalities and stuff. And they just say yeah. a lot of sensible things that you need to hear. So there's a lot of just like sensible motivational stuff that she said that I was like I just know that I need to hear this right now Mm. Um, and it was literally right at the end so we went over time like you pay for like a certain amount of time and right at the end and this was something I was like she literally was saying this to everyone and she was like oh um someone in your family died so she must have pulled out like the death card or something yeah and I was like yeah my dad and she was like and his mum too I was like well yeah she died a few years before but I never had a relationship with her so I was like how is this relevant and she went she's with him and I was like I mean I I don't believe in any of that stuff no but she was like she's looking after him and I was like I don't believe that Um, because she didn't in this life so she probably wouldn't in the next (laughs) um just probably less likely to um and then she didn't really say much more about my dad. Um, she then went on to my mum and was like, oh, but you don't have, you're not that close with your mum. And I was like, no. And um, she just said a lot of sensible things. Like, um, she was like, oh, why? Um, and I'm always reluctant to answer their questions because I'm like, I'm going to give stuff away. Mm. But, um I said, oh, you know, I just, we weren't really that close before and we're just not really again. And um, she was like, oh, you, do you blame her? I was like, no, no, you can't blame. You know, she, I mean, to be fair, this sidekick, she didn't know what the circumstances were. I was like, no, there's nothing I can blame her for. And she said, oh, you will, she said, you'll forgive her. Um, She said, you'll be the bigger person and you'll make your dad happy if you think of her. Um, And then... She said, oh, the reason, she was like, you never know, she said, the reason that your mum has trouble, because then she mentioned my sisters and was like, oh, and she's closer to one sister than the other one. I was like, yeah. Yeah. And she was like, she was pretty accurate with it. And then she was like, oh, um," she said, well, the reason that, you never know, the reason that your mum could have trouble communicating with you is because you remind her so much of her husband. And I was like, do you know, I've actually never thought that. No. I've actually never thought that every time my mum, well, probably not every time, but a lot of times that I speak to my mum, she could just get reminded of my dad. Because you are the most like him, aren't you? Yeah. I've never never really thought about it like that. So that, that for me, was one of the main things that stuck out. That I was like, you know, I just think I really needed to hear that. And, like, it, yeah. it could have been advice that came from anyone, but it was just advice that I needed. Yeah. yeah I mean, I mean, mate, there's a load of other stuff about me becoming a public figure and all sorts, so... Uh, oh, but yeah. <laughs> she wants to be accurate. <laughs> oh, nice. Um, oh, wow. Yeah, it was an experience. Yeah, I bet it was. I've always been too scared to do something like that because I feel like I'd get addicted to it, like, of hearing things about my mum or something. Yeah, well, luckily it was more, luckily it was, I think because my my focus is, at the minute has been whether to, like, 
do I stay in Oz? Um, do I know, like, do I because if I, I want to stay, I need to think about it now kind of thing. Oh, do, where do I go next? Um, so that was really my main focus mm. while I was thinking about going into it. And I actually wasn't thinking that she would say anything about uh, my dad because when you think psychic, you think future. I was like, yeah, yeah. I was like, tell me I'm going to be like, tell me everything's going to be fine. I'm going to be successful. <laughs> yeah. It's like, just tell me I'm going to be fine. That's all I need. Um, but yeah, it was, and it was oh, very wow. intense. But I came away with a lot of energy, whereas a couple of the girls that I was with, they also went in. One of them thought it was absolute bollocks. And the other one ended up getting quite triggered by it. So I was like, Ooh. you know, you, have to be really, you do have to be really careful. Literally go in with no expectation and be just yeah open to it, I think. I really needed and I really needed to hear that. Well, I might might do it one day if I get the opportunity. Yeah, babe, go down to um wait, just go up to Blackpool. There's gotta be some <laughs> Yeah, definitely on the promenade. <laughs> um well I'm gonna head off to Harlow. Yeah, well, thank you so much and I've really enjoyed doing this and if, if anybody else, um, if you ever want us to kind of cover a certain topic or have a discussion about anything, just drop us a message and we'll do the best that we can. But obviously, Sam and I's experiences are very subjective and everyone's different, but we're just offering you the advice that we maybe could have done with ourselves at the time. Yeah, so. it's definitely worth as well, like if if you are struggling, um, do speak to it, just do speak to your professional like as much as we can um especially around this time because it is so difficult and also to any friends of dpc members listening like just reach out even if the most you can do is send a love heart emoji on facebook like yeah. that is honestly that means the world is, yeah literally means the world take care of each other out there guys i'm gonna send you so many dead mum jokes on mother's day oh i can't wait as long as long as my day is filled with food and the ability to talk to somebody about her, even just for five minutes, yeah. I will consider that a successful day in itself. <laughs> yeah. I think I'll wait till Monday. Maybe Monday can be the anti-Mother's Day. Yeah, bring it on. The motherless day. Yeah. Oh, I love I mean, I mean, God, we need to create a motherless day. A motherless day. That can be the Monday, motherless Monday. Oh, my oh, God. Hey, but it's nice. a thing. All right, we'll tune in for motherless Monday. Yes, thank you all for listening. Thank you, guys. We'll be back soon. See you soon. Thank you so much for listening to this week's DPC podcast. We hope you've enjoyed it as much as we have and have found some comfort in the stories that you've heard today. If you've resonated with anything we've said, have any questions or want to get involved, please do contact us. We're on Instagram. It's at DPC podcast. You can email us on dpcpodcast at hotmail.com Or we have a contact form on our website, www.dpcpodcast.co.uk. We have a whole bunch of resources over on our website. More information about dealing with grief, losing a parent and professionals to contact if you should need it. Because as Kat so eloquently said in our first podcast, we're not providing healthcare, we're just chatting shit. (laughs) If you think this podcast could help someone, then we would love for you to share it. We upload new podcasts every week, so make sure you subscribe so you don't miss out. Loads of love from Sam and Kat. See you next Tuesday. Nailed it. Nailed it. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact... 
you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com.